0: To be a Negro in this country, talking about America, and to be relatively conscious, today you would call that woke, I guess y'all would call that woke, is to be in a rage almost all the time. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all. The time. The great James Baldwin. You're listening to the Since I'm Here podcast, a podcast where culture, faith, and randomness interact. My name is Tyrell Grant. I'm a father, a speaker, an ex church planner, and a guy willing to talk and have uncomfortable conversations. I will be letting you into my head and having conversations with folks I find interesting. So, Since I'm here, let's talk about it. And welcome to the Since I'm Here podcast. Enjoy, enjoy. Yo, what's up? What's up? How's it going, family? Good to be with you. Back again. It is your man, your boy, your friend, your cousin, your nephew, your uncle tyrell grant and this is the sense i'm here podcast um today i'm a little bit in my feelings man i'm not gonna lie to y'all usually i'm a little more chipper than this but um before we get into what's eating me i first off want to thank you for rocking with me thank you for showing up thank you for listening i appreciate that um you can find this podcast where you found this podcast but um you can find it on Spotify. Anchor. Shout out to the good folks here at Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, all that. Check us out on Facebook, Since I'm Here Podcast. Contact me. Uh, I really want y'all to reach out to me. I really want to know your thoughts. So please hit me up at Since I'm Here. P-O-D at gmail.com. For all of this info and some other info I'm going to be sharing within this podcast look at the show notes please look at those um read those and you'll get all sorts of information from the podcast um wow it's been an interesting couple weeks man you know i try to start off each podcast oh mostly i'm a pretty even-keeled guy man i try to start off each podcast with something positive that's how I like to start my day, man. I get up in the morning. I get up. I've been doing my... Um, starting a new devotional. I like to pray. try to pray the night before my family, before we go to sleep. Uh, so I end on a good note, start on a positive note. And that's what I try to do with the podcast, man. But, golly, it's been... It's just some stuff that's really bothering me. So I don't necessarily have a, a positive point today. I actually just have two quotes from James Baldwin. Uh, if you don't know who James Baldwin is, that's your fault. Get Google James Baldwin. He, he's an author. Uh, he's black. and Well, he was. But, but you really need to see and listen and hear what James Baldwin has to say. You need to read what James Baldwin has to say. But here are two quotes that uh, kind of kick off what I got to say today, I don't know how long I'm going to be, I ain't going to try to hold you, but uh, check this out, the first one goes, the power of the white world is threatened whenever a black man refuses to accept the white world's definitions, I'll read that again, the power of the white world is threatened whenever a man refuses, whenever a black man refuses to accept the world's, the white world's Definitions of him, James Baldwin. That's that's going to become important when we get into the topic that I want to discuss today. The second quote from James Baldwin says, To be a Negro in this country, talking about America, and to be relatively conscious, today you would call that woke, I guess y'all would call that woke is to be in a rage almost all the time. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. The great James Baldwin. Now, today we're going to talk about narratives. We're going to talk about pictures that have been painted. We're also, well, I'm also a little bit enraged. I, and if you know me, if you really know me, it's not much that ticks me off. It's not much that pisses me off. It's not much that gets me upset. I'm pretty much even killed. But the things that do tick me off, oh, buddy, they tick me off. It takes a lot to get me there. But when I get there, I'm like a bull in a china shop on cocaine or something. I'm just not going to stop. So, the problem I've been having is, well, I'll start here. A couple days back, I I saw an, an article I saw two articles. <clears throat> one, well, I saw one a couple of days back. I saw the other one a couple of weeks ago, and it talked about it, it was a white author. Uh, it, it was on Facebook, and, and I couldn't hunt down the article, so my apologies on that. But you've heard what this author or this this blogger has said before and and that's the problem so this blogger puts in talks about how black men aren't good at uh uh, having families uh they're they're not good fathers And, and this was based off something that i believe a lady named lonnie love off of uh the real never watched it a day in my life But every time I do see her saying something. It's always negative. Um, I can't say always. But the stuff I've seen. I just don't particularly rock with. But the blogger went on. To echo those sentiments. And expound upon them. And and, and talked about. uh, Absentee black fathers. and, And basically just ran down. Black men as fathers. As husbands. As just humans. And that. I have a problem with, so that 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 irked me. Then I see an article and I, and I reposted this on my personal uh, Facebook page. It was an article that talked about black fathers are actually winning at parenthood, and it's, the, the article is by. Kiana Keys, Kiana Keys, so shout out to her. The um, site is Sassy Plum. I always try to give sources where I can, when I can, so you don't think I'm just... But the article itself gave um, reports and citations from places like CNN and uh, the CDC, as reported by um, the Los Angeles Times. So I thought that that was very significant. But what we have to stop doing, and what I'm really getting pissed off by, we have to stop vilifying black men. We, we we have to stop doing that. If you're a black person and you listen to this, and I know many of you are, yo, we have to stop folks from from this get into this narrative that. Black men are just the worst people on earth. That's just not true. That is just not true. There's people, people do dumb stuff all the time. Regardless of their race, regardless of their gender. But man, my goodness, every time I turn around, it's us. What do you think those type of narratives do when you go out into the world. See, I've never been a white man or a or, or Mexican man or Hispanic man. Or I've never been there, so I don't know what they face. I know what I face. And I am sick of it. And if you're a black man listening to this, you should be sick of it too. You should be sick of it too, man. So I want to go through this article and just point out some things that I found to be interesting, right, just some things that, that stood out to me, now, I'll, this study that they did, all right, now, the author of this article, or this blog, or whatever you want to call it, starts off the article saying, black fathers don't pull their weight, Basically pointing the finger at the narrative that black men are are just bad fathers. that They're never there. They don't care. But she cites in in an article she says black fathers spend as much and in many cases more time with their children than other racial groups. Now I want to make this perfectly clear. And I probably won't say this again. So if you don't get it, you just didn't get it. Got it? This is not about vilifying any other race. But it is to say that there is a false narrative that has been perpetuated about the black man in America as it relates to his family and his obligations as a man to that family. And certain things aren't matching up. So we're either going to deal with that Or we're not. And I'm here to deal with it. Now. She cites the the, the CNN article. And it's all over the place. You can check it out. But again. In the show notes of this podcast. You can check it out. The article is called. Black Fathers Are Actually Winning at Parenthood. The the author. Kiara Keys. She cites. The CNN Report um, in its own other major news outlets as well, but the report says children under the age of five. It says that black fathers prepare and or ate meals more than their children meals with more with their children versus their white and Hispanic counterparts. So they ate meals with their children. So black fathers are eating meals with their children's more than their white and Hispanic counterparts. And second of all, I don't know who makes these studies. This is what <laughs> behavioral and, and, and sociology and, and, and science has come to. Like, these are the studies. Why, why so many studies about us? All this, all this funding about to study black men or, and, and black people? Interesting. I digress. Children 5 to 18. Black fathers took children to and from activities daily more when compared to their white and Hispanic counterparts. Children 5 to 18. Black fathers also helped their kids with homework more than their white and Hispanic counterparts. Now, I don't know about you. But that sounds like being a good father. Heck, that sounds like being a good parent. So where is this narrative coming from? Mm. See, we like these narratives. We like to have these narratives. Maybe it makes other ethnic groups feel superior. i I don't know. now even the, the even the even the author says... That they had to accept the truth about what these findings were reporting, what, these, uh, what the research showed. The author says, reading an article wasn't enough, I still struggled with my confusion. See, even this woman, I'm assuming is a black woman, struggled with this because it's easier to believe a lie you've been told a thousand times than to believe the truth you've only heard once. So, she said she went, she went and she sought out more on this topic. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention had a report as well. I don't know why, but the Center for Disease Control and Prevention has a study on black men and their parenting behaviors i'm I'm not a scientist, so I don't know how that correlates um Maybe somebody out there can help me with that. I don't mean that facetiously i I just don't know. so the author was having a hard time with this, but my goodness the the facts still were lining up. they fed or ate meals with their children daily they they played with the children i mean come on. They talk to the children about their day. This is just what we come to all understand as being a good parent. Nothing more, nothing less. But somehow there's a notion that black men are incapable of this. that that they can't do this. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. If you black, heck, if you white, and think about all the black people you know, all the black fathers you know, do they care about their children or do they not? See, we can take in stuff from the media. We can take in stuff from other people uh, out there in, in Facebook land or social media, or whatever it may be, and we hear these narratives pushed all the time, but what do you see with your own two eyes? And here's what really messes me up. Because of these narratives that are spinned, because of these reports that, that, that get skewed sometimes, because of the stuff we see on movies, and because that we see shows like, uh, man, what does that do, Maury Povich? Uh, you are the father. And you see the guys I didn't want to be the dad. De- we think that's the norm. So when we go outside, our minds are cloudy. So all we see, we'll look right past what's real and glaze it over with what's fake, what we heard, what somebody said, what someone said. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Now, there's another section in this article that says what we thought we knew. Now, I'm going to read a portion of that to you. It says, why is this report so surprising? Because it goes against everything we thought we knew. Allow me to clarify. Personally, this is the author, this Kiera Keys, uh, writing this. She says, personally, I know many great and involve black fathers. Her husband, dad, uncles, cousins, and friends are testament to that. But there is a collective ideological narrative buried deep down in my, <clears throat> our subconscious that overrides what the data proves to be true. The narrative that black fathers ain't nothing rings as clear as our dark, Light skin colorism complex, and that goes louder than our historical emotions towards breastfeeding. Those last two parts I ain't here to talk about. But there is this notion that even in the face of what some would call facts, this person. Who is being intellectually honest, and I appreciate that, and applaud her for that. Still struggle. So there's many of us out here still struggling, even though we see black men doing the best they can. You know what else? Hispanic men are doing the best they can. White men are doing the best they can. I'm I'm assuming. Are there some bad apples in every? But sure. Is your personal story uh, could perhaps, especially if you're. a a woman dealing with a black man could it be drastically different than what the data presents yes and i'm not here to tell you how you should feel about that but that is your individual story you are dealing with one human being he is not the whole of black male hood if you will People make mistakes. People do dumb stuff. Why is it that our people are so quick to run around here because one person scorns them? Now, everybody's got to be a bad apple. Everybody's got to be complicit in this fool's mistake. I, I do what I was taught. I teach how I was taught. My father, he passed away when I was nine years old. I still feel his impact today. Why? Because he was a good man. He cared. You ask any of his, his children, his, his, his nieces and, 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 and granddaughter, whatever, they speak highly of him. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. I said he was my daddy. I didn't say he was Jesus. (laughs) No man is perfect. But my goodness. He tried. And that's all any of us are doing. We're trying. We're trying. All of us are trying. So. As I said, I had a father. He was trying. So that's what was modeled to me. So that's what I do. And I see that from my brothers. I see that from family members, men in my family that are around my age. I see them trying and they're killing it and they there. Are they perfect? No. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. But we are there and we're doing these very things that are in these studies. I'm reading with my boys. I'm taking them places. We're doing things. We're talking about their day. My son comes in every day and tells me about his day. We talk about certain things. We have a great relationship. I got a one-year-old. He just looks at me and goes blip blip blip, but I go blip 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 back. <laughs> he, we know what we're talking about, but he understand. Every day they see me, and I see them and I do my very best. And most, even according to these studies, most black men are waking up every morning doing the exact same thing. The very freaking best. I feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, I feel a certain way about this because I'm tired of this narrative. I'm tired of it. All we hear is the bad. We never hear the good. All we hear... All we hear... Come on, man. If I wasn't talking about this, did you see this article? And if you saw it, did you share it? Did you believe it? What are you going to do with the information? And really, we need the sisters out there, man. If you got one of these brothers that's out here doing his best, he's an honorable man, man, spread the news. And if you're a brother doing this, keep doing it. It matters. It matters. So the author gives some good ways to start to shift this narrative. And and, it, and she says, believe it. First of all, you got to believe it. You got to believe it. You got to stop letting the media, the TV, the, the, the movies, whatever it is, other people that are bitter about their personal situations, I'm not discounting their personal situations but you can't make part to be out to be the whole so you gotta believe it, read, research ask some questions then the author goes on to say flood timeline, show some positive images, the same way we got in this mess is the same way you get out of this mess if you don't think, see I'm I'm a 90's kid if you don't think the movies like "Minister Society," "Boys in the Hood," great movies, but if you don't think those have an impact on how you see yourself and your people, you are sadly mistaken. Billionaires don't buy news papers because they're worried about because they just really want to get the unabashed truth out. Nah. They know that media molds minds. So now, what do you have? You have a free app. You can get the word out. Something positive. Some positive images about black fathers. Stop promoting the bad. That's all I see on my timeline. I refuse to watch any more Black people assaulted by police officers. Like if that comes across my timeline, I don't I don't wanna have that molded and etched in my brain as if we only useful when we getting our brains bashed in by some cop. The same when I see negative images of black men and women. I don't wanna see I don't wanna see nobody with the negative. I know the negative exists. What I'm having a hard time finding. Is the positive. Then the author goes on to say. Change the conversation. Change the conversation in the community. Around the dinner table. It starts with the little things. <clears throat> you, people will openly have conversations. About so and so ain't paying any child support. So and so doing this. Oh well black men need to do that. Man I can't, man, I can't tell you how many conversations. I've had with white folk that start off well I know that there's a there's not very many black fathers in the home how do you know that? <laughs> particularly when you only got one one and if, if if they really woke and they white they got two black friends <laughs> how do you know that there's not a lot of who told where'd you get that from oh oh, oh, the movies half the time the truth be told is us black folks telling spinning going crazy with this narrative that ain't even true As a man I used to say telling half truths and whole lies what are we doing Change the conversation. Say something positive. Start talking about the positive things you see. I remember a while back they had LeBron James, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it with a basketball. They, they were upset because he was running drills in the layup line with his, with his son and, and, and the kids on his son's basketball team. Then they say, well, he's, he's, feel however you want to about that. But then I heard one reporter say, well, he's there too much. Shouldn't he be doing something? Now, where, how you, come on, man. Here you got a black father enthused that his son is out playing basketball. He wants to be there to witness it. And we say, black fathers are never there. Now he's there. He's there too much. Now, which way you want it, baby? how you want it how you want it I know how I want it the way I was taught to have it the right way come on now <laughs> we gotta do this the author goes on to and I, oh, that's what I was gonna say you know I'm, I'm, I'm random I, I just start now for a big part of the time that I was in the church world I dealt with a lot of white fathers. And you know what I found? They mess up too. They have good and bad days too. And I mess with a lot of, and talk to a lot of black fathers. And you know what happened? You ain't gonna believe this. They human too. They mess up too. They have good and bad days too. Can you believe it? Interesting. The author goes on to say celebrate, promote, and encourage fathers every day of the year. It's motivational for everyone. Now, the author even goes on to say give them their Father's Day back. And this is something I've, I've said for years. I, like I told you, my dad died when I was nine. It's very impactful on my life. But even more than that, my mom's been there since day one. Beautiful woman, inside and out. Even today, if I need her for something, she's right there. She She's very strong. Mentally, emotionally. She taught me so many things that I carry with me today but one thing that she could not teach me was something that she was not and that's how to be a man I take nothing from her in fact I give her all honor and praise I love her but one thing she couldn't teach me was how to be a man and so on mother's day I celebrate her I celebrate her all the time there's nothing for me to Bring her some flowers or or she loves plants. Or to buy her something purple. Her favorite color is purple. But I honor her as her. As a mother. The one who brings forth life from her body. A mother. She's never been my dad one day. That's something new y'all started. You can have it but that's not me. On Father's Day... Instead of giving your giving these black fathers a mug and saying, all right, see you later, honor them. How we honor the mothers. They both equally important. Let's bring back your honor to our fathers. Let's shine a light on our black fathers as opposed to shining a light on every little mistake. See, that's what the Bible calls grace. That's what the Bible calls love. Yeah, you might have done some messed up stuff. But what about all the good stuff? Come on now, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Spread some of the love to the fathers, to the black fathers. And let's stop publicly putting them to shame. Let's stop bashing them in public particularly with figures and and misinformed so-called facts that only stand to make them, us, black men, black fathers, more of a target. Because if you believe that a man, what would you think of a a man who couldn't be or, or is thought to be the most unfaithful man He doesn't even want to honor his commitment to his spouse. That's what the narrative says. And he doesn't even want to honor his commitment to his children. What would you think of a man like that? It would be very easy to believe that he is a criminal. It would be very easy to believe that there's something within his DNA that predisposes him. To violence to, to doing these things perhaps you would even go as far as to believe he's an animal now I've never seen a person get out the car when they hit a deer on the street and weep over the dead deer have you because they know that there's an animal and animals do Stupid things. So, if we keep up these narratives, it's easy for those who do things like shoot unarmed black men (laughs) and black women for that matter who say racial things, bigoted, hateful things to say so and talk that way because they feel like they animals. And we don't help the situation when we pass these bogus narratives on and never challenge them with truth. I believe it was once said by the greatest man, the truth shall, shall set you free. Dang, don't y'all wanna be free? This makes me feel sad. But it also gives me hope that if we can start I can't say start because people are already doing but just put a little bit more force to what we are already doing perhaps we can start to see a change in these narratives. Black fathers matter. Matter. Black fathers have always mattered. Someone just started lying about it and saying that they didn't. So, in closing, because I'm done. I've been ranting. I had to get that off my chest, man. I had to get it off my chest. In closing, man, black fathers, if you out there, if you listening, Appreciate you. You're needed. Thank you for what you do. And please, please let me rant. But you you don't hold your head down about these these narratives. They're false. And we're gonna keep proving and showing that they are false. That's all I got for y'all today, man. This has been your boy Tyrell Grant. This is the Since I'm Here podcast. God bless y'all. Peace. (laughs)